thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. No one enjoys being deceived. It makes us feel small and incompetent. So what would you say if the whole world had been tricked? It seems impossible, but Pastor J.D. reminds us in his update today that deception and disillusionment are the times we're living in. Christ's return is closer than ever and just over the horizon. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 5th, 2021. For today's update, once again, I'm going to borrow from yet another well-known idiom. This time it's that of one not seeing the forest for the trees. You've heard this one. You've used this one. Not seeing the forest for the trees means that One cannot see the big picture of the forest because they're too focused on what's right in front of them, namely the tree. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'd like to talk with you about this idiom, and I want to do so from a prophetic perspective related to everything that is happening today. I want to start by defining the tree. The tree is that which we are faced with and focused on, specifically the intensifying mandates and increasing restrictions. As for the forest, or if you prefer big picture, that can be defined as that which is not yet clearly in focus by virtue of its unseen vast expanse just over the horizon. In other words, the tree represents what we see in the here and now, whereas the forest represents what we don't see beyond and after. Now we have a problem, and that problem is that we get so caught up in the tree that's in front of us in the here and now, and in so doing we lose perspective and are really blinded to the entirety of the forest ahead. There is a solution to this problem, and the solution is one needs to know about the big picture 
of the forest ahead because it can have a profound impact on how we see the tree of here and now. It's when we step back from that tree that we're able to see what's on the horizon. And when we do that, it can change everything. I am keenly aware that I run the risk of coming off as overly dramatic when I say this, but I say it nonetheless. This is a matter of life and death. And by life and death, I'm speaking of eternity such that knowing what's ahead can mean the difference between heaven or hell. That's what's at stake here. And the reason is, there are two big pictures. And these two big pictures are predicated upon the person of Jesus Christ, and whether or not one is saved or not. The big picture for the saved is the imminent rapture of the church. And the big picture for those not saved is seven years of tribulation. Actually, we have this evil and horrific picture of the seven years of tribulation painted on the canvas of the book of Revelation, specifically chapters 6 through 19, which are all about this period known as the seven years of tribulation, aka the time of Jacob's trouble, Daniel's 70th week. That one period of time, seven years in length, and it's called the seven year tribulation. And it's foretold in the book of Revelation. However, <laughs> prior to this seven year tribulation, we're already beginning to see, if we step back from the tree, what's on the horizon, what's coming, not too far off, very close in fact. And sadly, what we're beginning to see is a global genocide, a global genocide. Isn't that perky? For those interested, we did an update seven months ago, actually almost to the day on February 7th, titled The Ten Stages of Genocide. Now, at the time, these ten stages were eerily similar to what was happening then, back in February. However, today it's not eerily similar. It's exactly what's happening now in September. Particularly stages seven, eight, and nine, which are preparation, persecution, and extermination of the population by way of a strong deception. 
deception. This is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Let me read beginning in verse 9. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church in Thessalonica by the Holy Spirit, says, verse 9, the coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan with all power and false signs and wonders, and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing. And here's why. It's because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion, so that they may believe what is false, the lie, in order that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. This prophecy in Second Thessalonians comports with prophecies in Revelation concerning this wicked deception and strong delusion. Would you agree that this wicked deception and strong delusion seems to already be here in real time. And if that weren't bad enough, it's on a global scale. And it's the likes of which the world has never seen before, nor will ever see again. And here's how I get there. The deception we're already seeing now is an indication of just how close we are to the seven-year tribulation, which is the last seven years of human history as we know it. Enter Revelation chapter 13. In Revelation 13 we have the image of the beast, the worship of the beast, and last but not least, the mark of the beast. Now, it should be noted that the prophecy in Revelation 13 presupposes that the technology exists to mark, verify, and track the entire population. Right? So much so that those who aren't digitally identified and verified, that's very important, hang on to verified, we're going to need that in a moment. Those who aren't digitally identified and verified as having received this mark upon their hands or foreheads are put into concentration camps slash quarantine centers, and or subsequently put to death. From what we're told in the book of Revelation, 
those who refuse are those who were not deceived, whereas those who did not refuse were those who were deceived. This is Revelation 13, 14. Listen. Because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. Stop right there. Did you catch that? The entire earth, the whole world, the entire globe, the inhabitants of the earth, all of them were deceived. And it ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Now fast forward to Revelation chapter 19. We see it again in a different context, because now we're at the end of the seven year tribulation. And by the way, let me hasten to say that in chapters 6 through 19 of Revelation, these chapters that deal with the seven year tribulation, you will not find the word church mentioned even one time. Why? Why is the word church not mentioned in chapters 6 through 19 of Revelation dealing with the seven year tribulation? Because, wait for it, <laughs> the church is not in the tribulation. If the church was in the tribulation, yeah, then you could do that. I'll do that. I won't do it in front of the mic. <laughs> if the church were in the tribulation, wouldn't it stand to reason that you would find the word church mentioned in the chapters that describe in horrific detail what happens during the seven-year tribulation? I'm sorry, I'm yelling. One more thing, by the way. Chapters 1 through 3, the church is mentioned there, 19 times. Chapter 4 verse 1, no mention. Oh, interesting, chapter 4, Revelation verse 1. John is told to come up hither at the sound of the trumpet, and he's taken up to heaven, and he's shown from heaven being caught up hither. You know what that is, right? Do I need to tell you? It's the rapture. <laughs> and Jesus says, come up here so I can show you what is going to happen after these things. Metatauta in the Greek. After what things? Oh, after the events of chapters 1 through 3. What are the events of chapters 1 through 3? Well, chapter 1 is the eyewitness account of Jesus Christ crucified, buried, resurrected, and glorified, seated at the right hand of the Father. Past. Chapters 2 and 3, present. You know where we're living at right now in terms of revelation chronologically? We're like at the very end, I mean the Nat's eyebrow, and yes, Nat's have eyebrows, of the very end of Revelation chapter 3. And that last drop is about to drip 
And that trumpet is about to sound, and we are on the cusp of Revelation 4.1, which is the rapture of the church. And then once John is taken up, hither, <laughs> caught up, raptured up, he's shown what's going to happen after the events of the church age, which is present, chapters 2 and 3. Seven letters to seven churches. That's the church age. And then after the events of chapters 2 and 3, the church, the church is caught up, taken up, and then everything that happens after that is yet future. In fact, from chapter 4 verse 1 of Revelation, all the way through to chapter 22 of Revelation, are all yet future. And chapters 6 through 19 deal very specifically and explicitly with that period of time known as the seven-year tribulation. Now when you fast forward to Revelation 19 verse 20, this is what we read. Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, by which, listen very carefully, he deceived those who received the mark of the beast, and those who worshiped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Now we have a question that I would like to try and answer. The question is, how can people be so deceived, having believed, that they should receive this mark? Is that a fair question? Answer? They really must not have seen that they really had any choice by virtue of the fact that they can't earn money and buy food without it. Thus, they're deceived and believe that if they have it, receive it, their lives can get back to normal, not knowing that they're damned forever. Revelation 14 verses 9 through 11. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image, and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast and his image, and 
whoever receives the mark of his name. Thankfully, this has not happened yet, because we're not in the tribulation yet. However, it's starting to happen now, prior to the tribulation, which is an indication of how close we are to the tribulation. What follows are reports locally, nationally, and globally, all of which point to the reality of what's now happening prophetically. Please know that I in no way wish to fuel fear in anyone's heart and mind. Rather, I only wish to apprise you of just how close we really are. And by close, I don't mean sometime in the not too distant future, but based on Bible prophecy, it's just on the horizon. That's how close. I'll begin locally with this publication on Monday in Hawaii Magazine with the headline, You'll Need to Be Vaccinated or COVID-19 Negative to Enter Oahu Businesses. Doubtless you know all about this, but just allow me to quote from this. Oahu restaurants will now only allow dine-in customers who can show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test. So, beginning September 13th, of course the rapture could happen before the 13th. <laughs> Some, I don't know what it is about this date, but I uh, learned that there are other places, not just in the U.S., but in Canada, for example, that are also starting this on Monday, September 13th. So, beginning September 13th, anyone who wants to enter a restaurant, gym, bar, movie theater, or other Oahu businesses will need to show proof of vaccination or a negative FDA-approved molecular or antigen test taken in the last 48 hours. The requirement also extends to employees, full or part-time, interns, volunteers, and contractors who work with these restaurants or businesses. The city's Safe Access Oahu Program. Oh, it just sounds so... Oh, Safe Access. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. The city's Safe Access Oahu Program will remain in effect for 60 days. Yeah, right. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. 
Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.